Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Wednesday, August 10th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. How my, my elbows go? So you're not playing Friday? <laughs> I'm not. I, I just need to be able to get out of the way. Yeah. Well, we yeah. start there with Kelsey. What, uh, can you shed any more light on the situation? With that? You know, he, uh, it, we were in a s- situation where he had some discomfort in there, and we have time to, to handle that, and so he can play this season. You know, he's, you know he's going to have to go through things throughout the season, other things, so something that the doctors and Jason and myself felt uh, comfortable, you know, that to get it to get it cleaned out and you know and be ready for the the long haul ahead and uh you know Jason Kelsey's the the toughest guy I've ever been around by far and so uh you know I'm I'm glad we're able to to be able to do that so you know he can play uh, with less pain Yeah he'll be in you know, you'll look at practice today he'll be in with the ones uh today and uh you know with when while we're while Jason's out What have you seen from, what have you seen from um, no, because, you know, as we, as you look at it, you know, you come out here and we're, you know, he's, he have, he's having pain when we're out here and that's when, that's when we decided to do it. So I don't ever put a timetable on anybody. As you guys know, uh, we're hopeful, uh, for him. And like I said, uh, how many, 122 games in a row? Does he play? Yeah. If he's, if he's close, I'm, uh, the track record says that he's going to be, He'll be ready to go, but I'm not. I'll never put a timetable on anybody. What have you seen from Cam since he's been here, and what are these first team reps going to mean? For I've him? seen him be like a sponge around Jason. Just there's times out there where, you know, hey, listen, there's only one Jason Kelsey, but there's times out there that, you know, he's doing something. You're like, well, I kind of look like Jason, right? Uh, and so, Cam's done a nice job of, of picking everything up, and you know, he's just again in, in Jason's ear and and uh, trying to get as much information as he can. Um, learning from the vet, like there's some very unique opportunities for guys here to play under guys. Like we have, I asked somebody this: How many teams in this league have four guys like at, with like Elaine Johnson, Jason Kelsey, Brandon Graham, um, and and uh, Fletch? How many teams like that? How many teams are like that? Like what an opportunity for these young players to be able to learn from those guys um, and and pick their brain. And Cam's been doing that. Yeah, the latest on the um, you know, day to day with him, we're hopeful here. Hopeful here soon with him. Uh, he won't be out there today as far as practice, but he's, you know, he's getting more. You know, he's getting more and more comfortable on it. And uh, you know, we sure as heck miss him. We, we need him out there. He, we know how good of a football player he is and how important he is uh, to this organization. Um, so, but we're, you know, we're waiting, and but we're doing what's best for him for for his health. Nick, how would you characterize? Yeah, I think that's that's important. That that defensive coordinator quarterback uh, back and forth is important. You know, that's what I, I've told you guys this before. The one of the reasons that Jonathan's here is all the back and forth that I've had with him over the year, over the three years in India about different uh, styles of defense and you know what he's seen or a question I have about a defense to get our team ready. 
And it's the same thing with Jalen. They, they talk back and forth, and, um, you know, that's I think that's what good teams do. You see good teams that – uh, young guys, right, are helping you know older guys. Older guys are helping younger guys. They see that all over the field. And good teams have that communication with coaches and players. And that's what guys that are hungry for football knowledge do. They they they, they find out the the guys that can help them, and and they and they see and both those guys seek each other out to you know gather information about what can help their game be better. When did Justin Gannon first pop up on your radar, and when did you start? Yeah, I mean, right when I, when I got to Indy, you know, you, again, I've always been big on connecting with the players. I've been big on connecting with the coaches. And so, you know, Coach Gannon and I hit it off and we were, we were in Indy together. Um, and again, it didn't take long, you know, my passion with a wide receiver and then him being a DB coach. I've always had that connection with the DB coach and just, you know, talking through things, talking through uh, technique things, fundamental things, and then that leads into scheme things. So very early on with my time in Indy with him. I did not. I did not. Yeah. As far as Friday night, what do you stand for the starters? Um, yeah, so, again, don't have to make a final decision, obviously, until they, they go out there. Or, and, but we're thinking one to two series with the starters. Are there things in a game you know, setting? The fact that uh, both left tackles have been out and you don't have your starting center, how does that factor into your decision? Yeah, still staying one or two series with him. Yeah. Uh, Nick, how much is uh, the first preseason game sort of a run through for, for you guys, the coaching staff, and, and that kind of communication? How seriously do you take it? Well, I'm huge on communication. And so I know you guys can see me sometimes out there fussing at guys and fussing at coaches and fussing at players. And when I'm fussing at a coach out there uh, in practice, it's because of communication. And so, you know, that's always the thing, that from, from day one of practice, you're working on the communication that you have back and forth. Um, and you know what? The, the stadium practice helped us with that too. And so naturally you're trying to knock some rust off because there's things that pop up that you haven't done on the, the headsets in, in a year. And so it's important for us. It really It's really important for us to go through that that uh, that process of those first three games and and get down our you know mechanics as coaches and like I said excuse me like I said we did that we did that in the stadium practice we tried to do that every day at practice but there are going to naturally be things that pop up and so this is a, this is a big trial run for us and we take every day you know I don't ask the players to try to get better every day without myself and the coaches trying to get better every single day so that'll be a big process for us to, of how we can accomplish that. I think it's important for for everybody, right? And so you want you want to get everybody ready to go. Again, there's different way we have opportunities to get our starters ready different ways in the sense of the joint practices and, and the different things that we do there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, your question was on the younger guys, and that that's a that's a big thing. I think I, I mentioned this last year that you know we've had guys make the team because of what they've done in the preseason and. I'm, you know, I don't see Dontrell right now, but he's out there somewhere, and he's one of the main examples of that, right? That coming from Canada, um, not knowing if he's making the team, having some good practices, and but then having a big game 
in, in a preseason game and really show him what he can do. You know, I, there's a lot of guys that come to mind with that. Um, Zach Paschal, um, you know, I'm just thinking a couple guys off the top of my head. Uh, Austin Eckler, right? These are guys that that so it's important. It's big time important. It's and you get to see. I look, I look at every practice like. I can't wait to go upstairs and evaluate the practice after this and, and make the corrections and, and praise the good things. And you just get, it's just another opportunity to do that in a different stage. So I'm really looking forward to it. Two more, please. I think sometimes it's it's hard for coaches when I'm like yelling at another coach to come up and say, I don't. They always our coaches have pretty good sense of timing when to come up and talk to me, and also I don't know if if when I'm in the middle of uh, fussing at a guy if that's the, the time. But yeah, I think you know Shane very level-headed, and I, I, you're asking that question as if I'm a little roller coaster a little bit there. I, I don't know how I'm taking that question, Mike. Uh, but Shane, you know, does a great job. Uh, you know, he, he's really good. He's a good, you know, you always need balance, right? Uh, you know, and so, you know, Shane, Kevin, Brian Johnson, you know, I think that Brian's probably one of the best examples, right? Because, you know, uh, talking to Jalen or how I correct something with Jalen and then he's able to, you know, go talk to him afterwards and, and you know, play off of me. Maybe, I, maybe I'm the calm one. But, which I know is shocking to you. All right, but maybe I'm the calm one, and then Brian is the one who does it. But those three guys, you know, because I'm with the offense more, obviously, but those three guys that off the top of my head are the, are the main ones. What's your assessment of Gardner Minshew's performance? You know, I think that he's running the offense smoothly. Uh, you know, he's had some, he's had some interceptions that have happened that – you know, aren't necessarily his fault, right, with tip balls, this and that. But, you know, you always want him to keep it, getting better every day. I know, he'll, I know he'll go out there and play well in the, in the preseason games. And you also know, like, okay, if he has a down day, um, you know what, he, what he's been in the past. You know that he helped us win a game last year, and he's, and he's played at a high level. You know that the games that he's played in the NFL, he's 42 touchdowns the 16 interceptions and, and all that stuff so um, you know I, but I do believe that there's been some, some picks that he's had that aren't necessarily his fault but you know he's in the process of trying to get better just like we all are all right. Tim go ahead yeah, just, I always let Bob be the bad guy Bob says last one and I go boom one more what you got just to follow up on Zach's question I'm sure you've weighed the risk of putting, of putting Jalen out there behind a third straight left tackle in a backup center so what's sort of Overriding that, or what, what's your, your thought process as to why it's still coming out? Well, you know, we're in, in training camp when we're out here, um, we don't we think about how we're going to run our plays and go through it. You know, in a game, you can protect guys, you can help guys on the edge. And I'm not saying the guys that are in there are going to need help, but there's more you do as far as game planning to to help players out in a game or spotlight players. So uh, we feel we've been doing that for a long time. We've, we've we're always constantly thinking about that when we play good defensive ends of, you know, you know, and that's, you know, the defensive ends make a lot of money in this league for a reason. They can ruin games. So that's constantly on our mind, and, and it won't be any different here. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.
For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.